Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Hi, everyone. I want to talk today about stress, about overcoming stress. I want you to see what stress is. Stress is, in the most metaphysical terms, stress is really the effect of evil upon uh, the soul and through the soul upon the mind, the emotions and the body. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Understand in God's Light. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. In the Garden of Eden, there was a presence, and it insinuated itself into Eve's mind and gave her notions. And she presented those notions to Adam, and he liked those notions. And it set him to daydreaming. Daydreaming about how great he could be, how glorious he could be, doing it on his own to prove something, to create a paradise on earth without God. And so he gave himself more and more to those kinds of thoughts. And the serpent thereby began to influence Adam's mind with pipe dreams of greatness and glory. And Adam became infatuated and fascinated by these ideas and Before you know it, he reached for the forbidden food and ate it. And you know the rest of the story. So, that is the theme that runs through all of history. And so today, what you have is uh, a concerted effort to undermine the family, to undermine our good traditions, to undermine Christianity, to undermine faith in what is right, and also to undermine our self-control and our virtue. See, to the extent that you stay close to what is right, and to the extent that you work for a living instead of taking handouts, to the extent that you honor what is good and what is true, to the extent that you avoid drugs, avoid indulgences, to the extent that you're thrifty and thoughtful, and to the extent that you honor motherhood and fatherhood and honor the innocence of children, and to the extent that you are forgiving of other people don't harbor grudges against them. And to the extent that you dismiss what common sense and propriety and decency and your intuition lets you know is not right, to the extent that you dismiss those kinds of ideas and notions and practices, you remain very close to the good life. You are close to what is right. You're not so far away. See, the farther you stray... The more you take drugs, the more you're promiscuous, the more you take handouts, the more you are not industrious, 
the more you are hateful and indulge yourself in music and entertainment and video games and so on, to that extent that you involve yourself more and more in those things that ruin character, you become more and more vulnerable. See? Each step that you take across the line. See, there is an invisible line between right and wrong, between common sense and what's not common sense. And to the extent that you stray over that line more and more, you become more and more vulnerable to wrong influence. And to the extent that you immerse yourself in study, you also become more vulnerable. And so, when you are vulnerable, then you become more and more prone to believe wrong ideas, to indulge yourself more and more, and to have less and less wherewithal to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and stand tall and live decently. Just a couple of little program notes. First of all, I've given notice to some of the stations. We're going to be going off the air, particularly the stations in Connecticut. And uh, we've already gone off the air in Phoenix and some other stations. So you may not be hearing this program much longer. This may be the last one. So be sure to go to the archives there. You can listen to the second half of the program and listen to upcoming programs. Every week we put the uh, program up at our archives at SheddingShackles.com. If you have an issue and would like to ask Roland about it, call our listener call-in line at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. So every indulgence, every little lie, every little thing that you do that's not quite right chips away at your character, but it also chips away at your... See, what happens is that every time you step over the line... See, let me see if I can explain this to you in very simple terms. You have what is known as conscience. What is conscience but your intuition, what you know in your heart is right? It's a delicate way of knowing, of realizing, of seeing. And it is because the human soul is capable of understanding in God's light. See, even the term understand, to stand under, When you stand under God's light and God's light shines upon things, then you see what is and you can can detect deceit. You can um, discern what is true from not is not true. You do that in God's light. You need God's light. The soul was meant to live in God's light. And God's light is how the soul understands, realizes, sees, intuits. See, so they used to talk about the guiding light. 
Well, that's what conscience is. That's what intuition is. And you could also call it common sense. So, when you were a little child, you had a very strong intuition of right and wrong. You sensed when you had done something wrong. And you know, people have that. Yesterday, I was, uh, I was at work. I was waiting for a client to arrive. I was sitting in my car across from some apartment buildings. There were a couple of big dumpsters there, you know, for the people in the apartment to put their stuff in while a car pulled up. Actually, an SUV pulled up, and a man and a woman got out, and they had boxes and bags filled with stuff. And she held the top of the dumpster up, and then he went, went to the to the vehicle and started bringing bags and boxes over. But you know what? They both looked sheepish. And they saw me sitting in my car across the street watching them, and they looked furtive and sheepish. You know why? Because they knew they were doing something they're not supposed to do. Well, what is that? That's conscience. It's, you know, you're not supposed to take advantage in that way. They knew they were doing something that wasn't quite right. Well, we all kind of know we're doing something that's not quite right, especially when we're kids. But you know what? As Remember what I said. To the extent that you study too much, get in lost in, in knowledge, to the extent that you are resentful, emotional, to the extent that you take drugs, to the extent that you are promiscuous, to the extent that you are um, that you lack lack self-discipline and indulge yourself, to that extent you begin to fall away from intuition, away from conscience, and before you know it, you are submerged in your thoughts, and you fall farther and farther away, so your consciousness is lowered. It's like the light becomes dimmer and dimmer. It's still, it's still there, but you are farther and farther away from it until it's very dim. And so you wonder, how could a man cheat on his wife? How could a man steal something? How could he lie? Well, and do it without even realizing that he's doing something wrong. How could that be? Well, it's because somehow or other he fell far away from God's light of truth. Now, one way that I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, another way is becoming resentful and hateful, having grudge against someone or hating someone. To the extent that you hate, whether it's your parent, your brother, your sister, another kid in school, whether you are come under the influence of others who encourage you to hate, but any kind of hate separates you from God's light. And once you're separated, then you no longer can discern what is true from what is not true, folly from reason, what is reality from illusion. And then you can say really dumb things and do really dumb things and march in streets for really dumb things and wrong things, and not even realize it. And when you're under the influence of some rabble-rouser, some revolutionary, some influence, then you buy what they are telling you, and you don't even know that you're being led totally astray. So, as you can see, you must 
refind your way back to your intuition. I want to tell you right now about the little four-part meditation that I have, which is very beautiful. I often talk about the short meditation, the one that you can listen to on the phone, but I don't often talk about our four-part meditation, which is very beautiful. It's really, really something nice to listen to. And you need something to help you deal with stress, because the stress is the presence of um, the presence of evil, the presence of people who are not loyal to America, the presence of people who want to tear down the system. And so the stresses are going to be increasing, and the good people of the United States will be under stress. And I want you to be able to withstand the stress, to weather the storm, and for America to become great again. And so, I think the meditation to help you get centered and anchored and to bring your Christianity alive and to help you to not be overcome by the stress could be a wonderful thing for you. It's free. You go to SheddingShackles.com, look for the icon that says Meditation, click on it. It's right there for you. It's free, free to listen to, free to download, and free to give away, and it could be just what you need. Let me take a little break. When we come back, I'm going to be continuing the discussion of how to regain self-sovereignty and self-discipline and how to overcome stress and stand tall and have courage and have peace with God. We're going to be talking about that. This is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I invite you to visit the many resources available at our website, SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. You can listen to past programs or watch Roland's video lectures. Listen in again next week. Same time, same station. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Now, most of us, most people in the United States today have fallen to becoming self-indulgent under the guise of who knows what. But we've become a self-indulgent people, a weak people, and a gullible people, and a misled people. And uh, now uh, you see what happens, though, exploitation. But anyway... You just have to see that any indulgence, if you allow yourself to hate somebody or you allow yourself to, to vent or you allow yourself to 
spend too much time watching video videos or listening to music if you allow yourself to uh, to be entertained entertainment has a very 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 limited value if you have work to do then you work and when you're done with work you maybe are with your family and you perhaps will go for a walk or ride your bicycle or work in the garden or something but after a day of all of those activities there's not much time left for foolishness and for indulging yourself with uh, all kinds of entertainment i just want to make you aware that when you do you weaken your ability to discern what is true you weaken your ability to say no. See, the more you indulge yourself, the more you continue to indulge yourself. Oh, I never did get to the point. I was talking about conscience. So let me get to the point. The point is that once we step over the line and do something, we indulge ourselves, we tell a lie, we resent someone, we take a drug, we uh, don't do what we should do, then uh, we feel sheepish before conscience, we feel guilty before conscience, before the light of what is right and what is true and what is fair and what is just and what is common sense. We feel sheepish, and so we don't want to feel sheepish. We don't want to feel wrong. And we don't want to admit we're wrong. And so pride, pride comes to the defense of your your, uh, aberrant ego, and it suggests uh, some escape. So you, you have another cigarette, another marijuana, watch another video, listen to some more music, watch some more news, see, buy something else, gossip about something with someone. You find a distraction to take you away from conscience so that you can feel okay about the way you are. Conscience makes you feel bad and you don't want to feel bad, then you want to avoid conscience and that leads you to indulge yourself even more. And the more you indulge yourself, the guiltier you are before conscience and common sense and intuition. And then you want to indulge yourself even more to escape, see? And you also escape into thinking and into planning and scheming and reminiscing about the past. Because there you can live in an alternate uh, reality. In your mind, daydreaming away, reminiscing away, see, studying away from what? From reality in God's light. So, the answer is to come back to conscience. Come back to conscience. Come back to God. God gives you intuition. He gives you conscience. He gives you common sense. But he also gives you freedom. God wants volunteers and not conscripts. So you're free to thumb your nose. You're free to indulge yourself. See, And you get away with it for a while. When you're young, when you have a lot of energy, you know, you indulge yourself. You go slumming on Friday night. You know, you take a drug. You play video games. You sit around and eat fast food and gossip. Waste time. 
and you indulge in resenting this person and that person. And you buy the party line about if you study and study and learn and learn and stuff your brain with knowledge, then you can be a success. So you probably spend a lot of time doing that. And so you can get away with it for a while. If you keep escaping from conscience, you can get away with it because your body has natural recuperative powers. And you think, well, someday, someday I'll stop eating too much fast food. Someday I'll stop being angry. Someday I'll stop resenting other people. Someday I'll, uh, see. But uh, the years go by, and before long, the piper has to be paid. So then you begin to pay the mental, the emotional, and the physical consequences for your indulgences and your um, wrong lifestyles and so on. And then you get caught up in those things. So now you can avoid conscience seeing that the unvarnished truth in God's light, and that's the only way to make a recovery. Yes, to make a recovery. Everything else is palliative. Everything else is forestalling the inevitable. You have to come back to God, and you come back to God through something called repentance. And what is repentance? You sit still. You sit in a chair you see your own wrong. You see that you hate your wife. You resent your husband. You're impatient with your kids. You're avoiding. You're running. You're selfish. See? And you see it. And you bear the pain of seeing it and you grit your teeth and beads of sweat appear on your forehead and you grit your teeth and, you, and then finally you admit it. Yes, I'm wrong. You admit it to your conscience, to what you know in your heart. And then maybe, if you're lucky, maybe if you're lucky, God shines his bright, beautiful light upon you more and more. And in his light, really his love light, the light of his love, his love is so pure, and his light is so sweet that it makes you feel bad. In the light of his goodness, you feel bad. And, and seeing that you're wrong and realizing that you can't change yourself, maybe you begin to sob. You heave little sobs. And you're being repented in God's light. He is repenting you. You can't repent yourself. He repents you. And then you wipe the tears from your eyes. And the sun is shining and the birds are singing. And you go forth, sobered, but shriven of your wrong. You go forth. Now you see things as they are. All of the foolishness in which you had immersed yourself, you see it for what it is. And the false friendships for what they are. And those who tempt you to indulge yourself as for what they are. You see it. You see a world where there's very little love. And you see it. And you wander around and look and see all of these things. But you have now a new alliance with your Creator. Enmity has ceased. Conflict with your Creator has ceased. And your soul knows peace. Peace with God. 
See? Now, you look at some things and you have to let them go. One man, he, uh, he had been a smoker for years. I don't know, 30 years? No, not 30, maybe 25 years he'd been smoking. Smoking heavily. And all of a sudden, one day, he began to see his own wrong, and he was sorry about what he saw about himself. He realized he couldn't change himself, but he was just sorry. And he, he shed a few tears quietly. Then he wiped them away and went out into the world, but he just didn't smoke anymore. He couldn't explain it. It just gave him up. Smoking gave him up, and it was beautiful. And how it happened, well, somehow God was involved, wasn't he? It just, he was just no longer compatible with smoking. See, what happens is that as you step over the line and involve yourself in wrong things and wrong people and in lies and in deceit and in a whole world that's trying to avoid God, as you involve yourself in that more and more intellectually, emotionally, physically, then something of the world gets into you and you you have an allegiance to it. You're a part of it. It's in you and you're in it. And uh, that's, that's your support for what you were. So, yeah, so you, you can't survive without your, your supports, your lines of support to the world, other people's phony support, your substance support, see, your indulgence support, your shopping support, your in, whatever ideas you, you glean out there that support you in your wrong lifestyle, but they support you in, your, in a fight against God and against intuition and against conscience. But once you come back over to his side, once you come back to God, now all your old relationships mostly sour. Friends give you up when they see now you have a light and you don't fall for their lies anymore and you don't support them in their wrong anymore, they, they go away. But then after a while, new friends will appear. A higher kind of friend, a more noble friendship will appear. And the old things that you needed, your drugs and your cigarettes and everything else, you just don't, all of those poisons you needed to dull your conscience, to keep you away from realizing in God's light of truth your own wrong. You don't need them anymore. You're incompatible with them. Now you have new allegiance to God and to what is right. It's a beautiful thing. So I, uh, I hope you enjoyed today's program. I have a little meditation, which is, which is very nice. It's free. I have a lot of uh, video lectures. You can watch some of those. Many, many wonderful resources for you. So take advantage of them, would you please? Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. 
You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is sheddingshackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.